All right, today we are going to be talking about anger, how to control the anger, how to get that thing out of you. All right, now take it from me, I have always had an issue with anger. For some reason in me, I could just feel my blood start boiling and all of a sudden I start getting angry. But there's always a root cause to the anger. And what I've realized is this. The minute that I start getting a little bit angry, I have to go back to the cross. Because by me getting angry, what I'm saying is this. Apparently, I forgot that Jesus died for me. And he did. Every day is Easter morning. He has risen from the grave. He died for me. He died for my sins. There's nothing that matters in this world more than the gospel. The minute that I get angry, I've lost sight of the gospel. I've lost sight of who I've been created to represent, and that's him. So let's go to scripture and let's just see what the Bible has to say about anger. We're going to turn to, see here, Psalms. And it's going to be Psalms Let's see, Psalms 37, 8. Psalms 37, 8. It says, Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. We aren't supposed to get angry. We're supposed to refrain from it. If we don't, it leads to evil. So that's, that's scripture verse number one. Uh, we are then going to turn to... Proverbs. Now, Proverbs is a, a book of wisdom. And I love reading Proverbs because it gives me wisdom into certain situations that I get myself into. And I refer back to wisdom. So therefore, I'm able to see almost things uh, happening before they happen. All right. That's what wisdom is. It, it gives you insight into what could happen if you walk down this path. A wise man in general has a lot of experience. And that experience of him living life, he's made those mistakes. He knows that if you go down this path, you're going to fall into something that he fell into. So wisdom is extremely important. And that's why I love the book of Proverbs. In Proverbs, uh, in chapter 15 here, in chapter 15, verse 1, it says, A soft answer turns away wrath. But harsh words stir up anger. Do you ever get somebody that just kind of gets under your skin? That person is just there and they just, they say the right word and they kind of push your buttons. Well, here's the thing. What if that person didn't have any buttons to push? Now, all of a sudden, whatever that person says has no effect on you. Well, that's what the gospel does. It removes all the buttons so there's nothing to push. And as long as you keep sight of him and his glory and his majesty and you rest at his feet, you don't have to worry about what other people say. Now, keep in mind, what you say does affect people too. And I remember I used to watch this uh, preacher on YouTube. He was fire. He was brimstone. I mean, really convicting, like brought to tears. And he really... You know, what some people say brought the heat. But when I met him in person, he was the gentlest man I've ever seen. So up on that podium, he's got grace. He can attack or whatever. He's got that grace uh, because he's 
speaking to a multitude. He's not speaking to you individually. That's what the Holy Spirit's job is when you're up on, up on there. But when he's with you, he just displays love and gentleness and affection and caring. And he gently speaks to you. And the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to transform that person that you're trying to talk to. And you're trying to build them up in love. I'm telling you this because what happens usually is that we're watching all these preachers online and then we speak to people the way they're speaking to a congregation. Unfortunately, that's not good. Because how a preacher speaks to a congregation is way different than how he speaks to an individual. And that's what I learned in my experience. And it's really important because you can anger someone very quickly if you take what the preacher says and you preach it at somebody. That's not how it was designed. And you see that in Jesus' life. How he spoke to the Pharisees was different than how he spoke to his disciples. And how he spoke intimately with, let's say, the woman at the well. All were different ways of talking. We have a tendency to take that one specific sermon and just apply it to everybody. That's not wise. All right. So now we're going to go to Proverbs 14, 17. And this verse says, A man of quick temper acts foolishly, and a man of evil devices is hated. Let me give you a story about this. I was installing this brand new Apple car radio in my car and I was really excited for it. And man, it went in so easy. And I was like, thank you, Lord. You are so good. How wonderful you are. And then all of a sudden I'm trying to screw in the last screw and the screw falls off my screwdriver and drops into a place that I can't get to. And all of a sudden I'm like, are you kidding? It was going to be a 15 minute install job. It was awesome. Now all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm reaching and I can't fit my fingers in and I am just trying as hard as I can to get that little screw out. And I could just touch it, but I couldn't really grab it. And my hand wasn't big enough to fit it. And then I start getting angry. I lose my identity because the situation dictated who I was instead of the cross. So then I reach down and I'm now all of a sudden I'm starting to scratch my hands really bad and tear up my hands. I'm starting to act foolishly. I let anger get the better of me in that situation. So then what I did was this. I sat back and after I was like ready to scream and I sat back and I took a deep breath and I'm like, Lord, I need help. I need your presence. I need your help. And sure enough, all of a sudden I get this, this picture of pliers, like needle nose pliers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got, I've got needle nose pliers. And then I look down and in my uh, toolbox, there were needle nose pliers. I'm like, why didn't I think of this to begin with? If I would have just went to him in the first place, all of this would have been resolved. Okay, so now we get to the, uh, the last verse. Oh, now, this is in Ephesians, and I love Ephesians. It is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Uh, we're going to go to chapter 4, verse 26, and we're going to just read a little bit. It says, Be angry and do not sin. 
Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. It says, be angry and do not sin. Sin and anger isn't sin, but can lead to sin. So being angry at something doesn't mean you're sinning, but it can pave the way to act foolishly or pave the way for the devil to get a foothold in your life. So that's why you always, the minute you start feeling something in you that's burning, you go to the Lord. Now, sometimes it's a righteous anger. Like Jesus was indignant of what was going on, of the enemy harming his people, his children. He was indignant on that. There's that righteous anger. But what we're talking about is anger that well, unfortunately, isn't righteous. That can lead to sin. And once the devil has you, you've basically opened the door and then he comes in. And now all of a sudden you're getting hit by multiple angles. And that's unfortunate because you could have prevented it by just going to the cross. Now, if you have done this, just repent. Father, I'm sorry for acting this way. I'm sorry that I am not sitting at your feet resting and getting to know you, Father, because you are peace. You are peace. Um, and then it says, let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Then it says, let no corruptive talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. Let no, that's, that's the command. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. But it says only for building up and fits the occasion. When you go to someone, you're to build them up in love. You're to pick them up and tell them who they are in Christ. When you dig for gold, you don't look at all the dirt. You just look for the gold. That's what a miner does. He's sitting there and he's got the water coming in and, and he's got his little uh, filtration system going on to filter all the dirt out. And he's shaking it and he's looking at all the stones and all that. But when he's, not, he's not looking for anything but gold. So there's stones in here. Yeah, he sees them, but it's not what he's interested in. He's interested in only the gold. And that's how we need to see people. We need to see people that way. And then it says, if we skip a little bit further down, it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with malice. Now, bitterness. If you have bitterness towards someone, you need to repent. You need to apologize. And you'd be like, Lord, take this away from me. I don't want to see this person how I'm seeing them. I want to see them how you see them. Same thing with wrath and then anger. We don't want to be angry at our brothers and sisters. We don't want to be angry with anybody. Because our war isn't against flesh and blood. Because it's a spiritual war that can only be won with spiritual weapons. So when we're talking to someone, we're doing it in love. When we're in a situation where we start feeling this anger coming out of us, we're like, whoa, we got to refocus. Don't let the situation dictate who you are. Let who he is dictate who you are. 
Now, sometimes I've gone, I just spent in Jesus' name, anger, go. And I've actually felt something leave, like this heaviness, this burden, this leave. And then I praise Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this darkness that has left me because you are light. You are so good, Father. So, that is how to deal with anger. That's how I deal with anger. There's not a method to it. I mean, really, the only method is to just refocus your eyes on Him. So, if you're dealing with anger, I cannot stress enough the importance of going to His feet and taking that from you. Father, I just take this. I don't want it anymore. 